Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred. That great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And so today we turn our attention to West Plains, Missouri, where this week audio dramatists from across the country meet up to celebrate this little art form of ours and is our style. We create some good work and imbibe some good victuals. It is, yes, the National Audio Theater Festivals who for going on 30 years have been gathering together for a week in the middle of June to celebrate good audio drama. And um, if you are a loyal listener and have been listening since nearly the beginning, you might recall that I attended this workshop in 2007, had a great time networking with all the folks there and having fun playing. Uh, folks like Tom Lopez, Bill Dufries, uh, Sue Zizza, David Shin, Dave Taylor, Renee Pringle, Stu Rushfield, Lance X, Kevin Donnelly, The Great Rich Fish, oh, the list goes on, but you get the gist. A lot of great people come out to that. Um, anyways, we've got a double feature for you today. The first is called The Win at Our Backs. Uh, this is from National Audio Theater Festival's 2003. It is then going to be followed by a feature from 2005, Homefront. Each runs about half an hour, so uh, yeah, crank up the radio, close your eyes, tune in. Hope you enjoy. everything in terms of my age. You're the same age as me, if I recall, old woman. Now, come on now. Let's get on. If we're going to make it into town, we have a way to go, and no more about my age. You know I'm particular about that sort of thing. Rainy, you are as vain a oh, man as I am. just keep walking. Always talking about my age. You've grown to be so stubborn. I was always stubborn. <laughs> well, not as stubborn as you've been lately. Oh, now you're going to start in about the car. Well, I can't help it. I'm already getting tired of walking. It's been more than a mile. And this road, it's so full of bumps and holes. Well, get used to it. These roads haven't changed for years. That's just the way Lancaster County does things. Besides, we don't have nothing to eat and we gotta get something before the storm really hits us. We ain't in that bad a shape. Well, let's keep going. How much farther we got to go? It's been about a half hour. I'd say another half hour. Now, don't worry. We'll get there before you know it. I wish that car wouldn't have broke down. 
We should have got a new one. I knew it. How many times I gotta tell you that we can't afford a new car? That old 38 Dodge will last us a good tour. Three more... Months more! I was going to say years. Well, at least it could have held up for two or three more miles. We've had that old thing for almost 12 years, and it was ancient when we got it. Oh, Dottie, it was only four years old when we bought it. Oh, remember how we used it to carry the seed when we had the farm? (laughs) Yes, I do. But now we have to walk God knows how many miles to town to get food before this storm really starts. Well, don't worry. We'll do it. Does seem a lot longer than it really is. Feel that wind, Rainy. That's the wind that's going to eventually bring the rain, and I... Oh! Dottie! Dottie! Here, let me get you off of the gravel. Come on. Oh, it Oh, there we go. Oh, here, let me see. Oh! Oh, can you move it? Come on. There, can you stand? Oh, I'm all right. Enough now. Well, I'm, I'm just making sure... It's all right. (laughs) You know, you can be so gentle when you want to be. Oh, stop it. Are you all right? She all right, Mr. Cahill? Oh, she seems okay. Here, let me help you both. I'm okay, young Walter. Rainy's more out of breath than me. Here, here, let me take your arm. Oh, now that won't be necessary. Nasty wind. Sure blowing us around. I was over in the east end of the field trying to get that fence fixed before the storm really lets loose and saw you take that bad spill. Looked like trouble. Thank you, young Walter. Yeah, we appreciate it. We're okay now. Young Walter, you don't ever want to get old. (laughs) We best get on, though. Why don't you two walk back with me? Say your hellos to my father, and I'll I'll take you on to where you're headed. Oh, we don't want to bother you, Walter. We're just headed to town. Uh, the old Dodge broke down about a mile and a half back. And... Uh, maybe we ought to head back and try to fix it. I appreciate the offer, Walter. Uh, better yet, let me take you to town. Uh, we'll come back and take care of the car. Oh, I don't want to oh, bother. Oh, thank you, young Walter. Uh, We'd be happy to have you help us. Yes, I, I guess it'd be all right. Yes, thank you. Uh, why don't you folks come on down to the house? Uh, I'll get you loaded into the car. It, it'll give you a chance to see my father, and then uh, we we'll, can... we'll come with you. Good. Rainy. Yep, let's go. But we'll walk back from town. I just feel bad about you going out of your oh, way. Oh, uh, we'll worry about getting back when it comes. Oh. Good. Here, here now, let me help you. I wouldn't pull her, Walter. She can be a stubborn old woman. Oh, you hush. I'm fine, young Walter. You two walk ahead while I walk a little slower, just to get a breather and take care of this knee. Whoa, that was awfully close. Did you see that flash? Let's get on quickly. It could start any time. Not sure about that. Still think it'll be a while till the rain comes. Most of the clouds are still beyond the mountain range. Let's walk a little faster. We're walking as fast as we can. Lord, it's getting too close. There, 
There's the house. Not too far in the distance. Won't be long now, Mrs. Cahill. I'm okay. I'm okay. Just keep walking. That was real close. My God, it's the shed. It's been hit. Go on, Walter. I'll be close behind. I'll help. Rainy, you do gotta help me. Donnie, I'm coming. You just be careful. Walter, I'm going back to help Donnie. Mom, Daddy, the shed, fire, fire. Now be careful now, Daddy. I'm sorry. You should have just gone on. Go. Go on. I'll be there too. Just go. All right. It's just over the hill. I can't see the fire. I'll be a help when we get there. I told Walter I was helping you. I don't know if he heard me. Let's just keep walking. Okay. We're almost there. Now go, and be careful. You're okay? Go on and help them. God, please hear my prayers. Keep that husband of mine safe. Oh, he's not perfect, but he stood by me all these years. Where's the fire? Where's the storm? I'm not sure. As I was walking over the hill, all I saw was this. A little boy running around the fence. No fire. No Walter Jr. No nothing but this. A house, a shed, a boy... And the sun. Oh, there's got to be a reason why. Is this the right Don't even start, Dottie. All your questions ain't going to explain why. When we both walked over that hill, there wasn't any storm, no fire, no We got to find where we are, Rainy. We can ask the boy. Now, he looked up my way just before he came over the hill. He looks familiar. Real familiar. I, I just can't remember. Young man! Young man! No, Rainy, no! What do you mean, no? We gotta go back. Something ain't right. Let's go back the way we came and see what we can find or if we can find the road again. But we've come this far. Rainy, I'm scared. What's all of this? The sun? The boy? Where are we, Rainy? Where are we? I don't know. Let's just go. But the... I'm going. All right. Now, no, no, wait. You need help. We don't need to find nothing. I'm going back. Back to where? Home. Whatever's going on here, it's got to be... Uh, I don't know. But let's just get going. We're going to starve if we don't get the food. And always, the... always exaggerating. I don't exaggerate. Is your leg all right? Yes, just keep going. It's fine. It seems we're we're getting back to where we were. 
where were we just now? What was it? I can't hear you. Louder. What was it? Where was it? If I knew that, I'd be more than Reinhold Rainy Cahill. Was that the Walter Jr. we know? Was that a fire? Was it all in our imagination? Let's just keep going to town. This storm's brewing again. Then we need to walk faster. I was scared, Rainy. But it did seem like heaven back there. I think heaven had little to do with it, Daddy. This just doesn't seem right. Not right. Not right at all. We gonna be there soon? I don't know anymore. We should have been there by now, but with what happened, I just don't know. I wish we were home. Well, we need... We need food. I know that. I I just wish we were home, away from this wind and... Oh. Huh? You folks need a lift? We might. No. What? No. We can keep walking. We're almost there. We don't know that. Well, make up your mind, folks. Be happy to offer you a lift to town. Well, how far is it to town? Do you know? Well, I can't say I know exactly, but on foot it seems to me it'll take you a lot longer than if you climb in here. No, Rainy, I I just want to keep walking. But, Please, Rainy, just keep going. Sorry. Uh, Guess we're going to keep walking. Well, okay then, but you both take care now. Thank you. Anytime. I'm off. Why? Why? You know exactly what I'm talking about. He wasn't Amish. What? Just didn't seem right. I mean, when is the last time you saw a horse and buggy without an Amish man in it? Yes, but... It just didn't seem right. We still can't explain what happened back there. I was scared. Oh, Dottie, I I don't want you to be scared. We get there and everything will be all right. You telling me you felt right? Well, I'm tired, Dottie. I feel tired and a little nervous about what happened to us back there. So do I, but do you remember seeing a horse and buggy around here in the last (sighs) 20 years, except for any of the Amish families on the other side of the county? Well? No, I I don't. Nor do I. I must admit... I remember those folks around here when we were first married. Lately, though. Not like that. Not around here. I'm sorry, Dottie. Sorry? Yeah, I I, I think you were right about not getting into that buggy. It's getting too strange. Ah! Hold on. Ah! Grab my hand. Ah! Ah! I almost lost you again. We need to get to town. We'll get there. This isn't a storm. That wind isn't a normal wind. It stings. None of this is normal. Young Walter, the shed on fire, the sun all of a sudden, the child. None of this is normal. I don't know, Dottie. All I know is we got to keep walking so we get there. Where, Rainy? 
Tiny, where are we going? Now, don't go getting crazy on me, Dottie. Crazy? Our imaginations, all in our imaginations. We're old, Dottie. The mind starts going when you're our age. Now, my daddy always it's said... It's more than that. that. I know it. Are you listening to me? Hey, Dottie. There you see the town. I told you it was all in our imaginations. Wait. Stop going so fast. Rainy, you wait for me. You hear? All right. Come on, then. Not so fast. You see... Town. Our town. Finally. Okay. Okay. Let's at least walk into town respectably and not like children. Rainy, wait. We're here. Let's go on, Dottie. We've waited. Stop and listen. I don't hear nothing. That's right. No thunder. We've been walking for over an hour, and that's all we heard, except that strange time with young Walter. Now nothing. We missed the storm. Let's get what we need. A few hundred more feet to the edge of town. Thunder just doesn't stop that way, Rainy. It fades, slides into silence. You know that. Now don't go scaring us now. Now, this walk's been fearful enough without you going on more. I'm not going into that town. Why not? It's not our town, Rainy. It is. It must be. Rainy, stop. How do you explain that little boy, the sun in the middle of a storm, the horse and buggy? We're not where we should be. Now, there's got to be an explanation. There's got to. You folks need help. You look lost. Well, we live about two and a half miles up the way, and we were out on our way to town before that storm hit us. Storm? Might I ask what storm you're referring to? Whoa, whoa, sit still. It's been following us the whole way. Sounds real bad, at least till a few minutes ago. Sorry, folks. We're here in a dry spell, and the last big storm was a storm in 1920. Bad. Real bad. And that was just last year. So last there... year? What do you mean last what year? year? What do you mean what year? What year? Don't go acting crazy on me now. I don't know you and I don't know where you come from. But folks don't talk like that around here. You say you live a couple of miles away? Not around here you don't. Please, what year? Sir, it's 1921. Last year was uh-huh. 1920. You don't know that, you must be simple. Now get out of my way. And go about your business. And you see me around, don't bother me or anybody else. You two are crazy folk. We don't care for crazy folk and Lennox. <laughs> What's happened? What's happened? I don't know what happened. But we gotta go into that town. I'm not. Oh, quit being so stubborn. We left our house almost two and a half hours ago, and we're at the edge of a town. We don't know that town. What do you mean, we don't know it? Look. Look around you. It it looks familiar. It looks real familiar. It is our town. We're safe. 
Yes, it's our town, but it's it's not not the way we left it. This is our town in 1921. Look at those buildings. The bank over on the corner. They tore that thing down 20 years ago. Oh, it's our home, Rainy. But years ago, when we were much younger, somehow, some way, we walked a lot farther than into town. A lot farther. I can't believe that. Believe it. Look, there in the distance, over there to the east, there was the garage. There's a stable there now. Why? That driver was right. I just thought he was crazy, but he was right. You all right? I, I said, you all right? Dottie? Yes? I know all of this is strange and frightening, but what if this is the hand of God working here? What do you mean? I mean... What if this is meant to be? Oh, I never remember God doing anything like this to anyone, anywhere. In the Bible or anywhere. Well, maybe this is our chance. Chance? A second chance. Maybe if we walk into that town, we'll be who we were in 1921. A second chance. You remember, don't you? Remember what happened in 1921? Maybe God meant us to go back. Oh, don't you go blaming what you're wishing on God, you old fool. And yes, I remember what happened in 1921. I met you. Now, why would you want to go back to that moment? Maybe a chance to start over and... Oh, do you think God wants that? Make the same mistakes, love the same way, and wind up in the same place we are now? We are who we are, Rainy. You said it yourself. We're old. I said you were old. Oh, quit playing. We're both old. And we're meant to stay that way. Where are you going? Home. Now hold on there now. Now stop right there, woman. Didn't you hear what I said? We have a second chance. A second chance to maybe not always be working and never getting nowhere. Another chance to not have a 38 Dodge that breaks down. A chance to change all that. All we need to do is walk into that town, cross the threshold, and be a part of our past. A second chance. We had our chance. Made the best of it, too. Not that it was the most exciting times, but memories are all we have now. And they're not bad memories. I don't want to make new memories. The old ones are good enough. Well, what did we come here for in the first place? We didn't walk all this way to just turn around. We'll get what we need, but not here. There's nothing here. Just a past I don't want to live again. Come here. Give me your hands. What for? Look at them. Look at the life in those hands. Now, 
Feel the lines on your face and mine so you feel what we've lived. Here, feel that? Feel those lines by my eyes? Yeah, yeah, I feel them. Well, these lines and your lines are who we are. These lines are what we worked for all of our lives. Oh, some women may do all kinds of things to get rid of them, but I don't want to. They belong on my face and on yours. Now take your hands back. Thank you. And Rainy, I don't care if we get food here or not. We don't need to get anything from where we don't belong. But... We'll get what we need. We don't need this town. Come on, let's go. You folks still look lost. Never making it to town? No. It's only a short way. You can see it right over there. Yeah, we know. Why don't you climb on up and I'll take you? No. I think we're going to head home. Sure you know where you're going now? Oh, I... I think we know. Well, you be careful. Gonna be night soon. You take care now. Think we better go home? I do. Don't know if we'll get back. You okay? I'm all right. We'll catch up then. Let's go. We still got to find our way back. Don't you worry, old man. I'm sure we will. Just keep going. The wind is behind us this time. And that was National Audio Theater Festivals with The Wind at Our Backs from their 2003 workshop, and now from their 2005 gathering, Homefront. Is it, Alex? Come see my snowman. Uh, walkway's not going to shovel itself, you know. I'll, I'll come see it later. Oh, gee. <sighs> Looks like you just about got it done. You even got the rock salt down. Huh? You're just about done here. You could take a rest. Uh, yeah, I suppose, but I still want to get some more rock salt down so the ice will melt. Uh, is there something I could help you with, Mr.? No, uh, just passing by. Uh, new in town? Sort of. Used to live here a long time ago. You know, you do look a, a little familiar. Have, have we met before? Hmm? No, I don't think so. That's odd. Something is... Sure is the... cold today. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to warm up tomorrow, though. Maybe uh, melt some of the snow. Oh, don't count on it. It's probably going to snow more tonight. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> you a weatherman? No, no. A scientist, but not a weatherman. Alex! <clears throat> Alex! Come 
inside and get warm. Oh, sounds like Alex is in trouble. <laughs> Could be. He, he's a good boy. Smart as a whip. Probably teaches old man a thing or two someday. Yeah, maybe. Someday. Aw, <laughs> oh, gee, Mom. Just a few more minutes. Get inside this instant. It's almost time for your program. Oh, boy. Come on, Dad. Any minute, son. Okay. Hi, mister. Uh, hi. Nice boy. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> Got any of your own? One. Smart, too. She takes after the rest of the family. Say, you best bet get her into dinner. Uh, yeah, you're right. Wouldn't want to miss that. Uh, even with rationing and all, Martha sets a great table. Sure does. Sorry? Uh, I'm sure she does. Oh, has the mailman come by? No, not yet. Now, Mr. Jorgensen doesn't get to us till pretty close to supper time. Uh, are you on his route, too? Yes, I think I get mine after yours. Oh, you must live just up the block a ways. Uh, a little farther than that. Uh. Well, I'd best be going. You'll want to relax, read the paper, and listen to Dimensions of the Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> think I'll head down to the drugstore and get a malted. A malted? In this weather? Yeah, sure would hit the spot right now. <laughs> See you later. Uh, yeah, nice to meet you. Uh, same here, Ed. <laughs> That's funny. How do you know... Time integration at 99%. He's nearly back. Adjusting atomic flow to 0.8. We've got him. Quick, open the chamber. Alex, Dr. Masterson, turn you're your back radio safe. down. How do you feel? I'm your all right. father can probably dizzy, hear it out no on the street. <laughs> Did it work? Yes. I actually traveled to 1989 <sighs> right from the day we parted. Amazing. What's it like? Did you finish the walkway? Hmm? Oh, honestly, Ed, put down that paper. Oh, sorry, Martha. What'd you say? I asked you if you had finished the walkway. I got it all shoveled, but I want to get more rock salt down. I'll do it first thing tomorrow. So be careful, it's still slippery. Have some more potato? Alex, don't talk with your mouth full. And it's hmm. may I have some more potatoes. May I have some more potatoes? Yes, you may, but only a little. Uh, did you get the mail? No, I thought you did. You were out there long enough. Who was that man you were talking to? Oh, nobody we know. Just moved back into town. Said he used to live here. Well, what was his name? Maybe we know his family. Uh, let's see. He said... Uh... You know, I don't think he ever did say what his name was. Said he was a scientist, though. Oh, boy, a scientist. <laughs> Settle down, Alex. <laughs> Maybe he's inventing a rocket pack like in Buck Rogers. Y you think he could be doing that? Well, there are more things that are possible than aren't. He, he looked a little familiar, though, like we'd met before. Well, maybe you knew him when you were little. Yeah, maybe. Can I, um, may I go get the mail, Dad? Yes, you may, son. Be careful on the walkway. And don't slam the door. <laughs> that boy's going to give me gray hairs. Uh, you'll have earned them. And half of them will be from you. <laughs> Mailbox was empty. Empty, huh? Well, maybe we didn't get any today. Well, I suppose. I'll get it. Uh, well, hello, Mr. Jorgensen. Come in, get warm. Oh, that's all right, Mr. Evans. I don't want you to interrupt. Oh, not at all. We just finished. Oh, evening, Mrs. Evans. Oh, good evening, Mr. Jorgensen. Can I get you some coffee? Oh, no, thanks. I got to get home to my own supper. I just wanted to drop the mail by. Yeah, Alex just came back from the mailbox, but you didn't have to bring it in. Uh, sorry, Mr. Evans. I, I, I don't follow you. I brought this mail back because it got mixed in with Mrs. Adams' mail. It didn't get sorted in your mail. 
You already delivered today? Oh, yeah, about half hour ago. I thought I saw you pick it up. Me? Well, it was kind of dark, and I was down the street at Mrs. Adams. Alex, are you sure there was nothing in the mailbox? Scout's honor, Dad. But why would anyone have taken our mail? Well, I don't know, but whoever it was is going to be in a heap of trouble. Well, don't call the G-men yet, Mr. Jorgensen. <laughs> it was probably just a kid uh, playing a prank. Maybe so, maybe so, but still I'd like to tell the postmaster. That might be a good idea, Ed. I suppose so. Well, uh, I'm sorry about the fuss, folks, but don't you worry. Uh, we'll find out whoever it was. Sure. Uh, well, I, I better get going. If It's starting to snow when I come in. Yeah, that, that's what he said. Who? Uh, the fellow that just moved in up the block. Nobody moved in up the block. At least not that I've heard of. Say, maybe it was this fellow that's took in your mail. No, no, I don't think so. Well, Ed, if we haven't seen anyone else we don't know in the neighborhood, maybe it was him. I just don't think so. Something about him, something tells me that he didn't do it. Uh, well, it sure wouldn't hurt to find this fellow just in case. Yeah, I guess so. Well... Good night, folks. Uh, thanks for the warm-up. Good night, Mr. Jorgensen. I'll see you to the door. Ah, uh, that's all right. I'll, I'll see myself out. What is this world coming to? You'd think that during a war... I... Ed, what is it? You look very thoughtful. I'm not sure. Something I, I can't quite put my finger on. Why are you putting your coat on? Where, where are you going? Uh, out to the drugstore. Oh, can I go with you? I'd like a malted. It sure would hit the spot right now. What'd you say? I said it sure would hit the spot right now. Ed, what's wrong? You, you just turned white. No, no, you, you stay here with your mother. I'll be back soon. Kind of out late tonight, aren't you? Yeah, a little. Uh, say, Tom, has a stranger come in here tonight? A fellow about so tall, dark hair. Is that him over there by the ice cream counter? Yeah, yeah, thanks. It's kind of funny. I remember them tasting a bit sweeter. The malted? Yeah, it, it's still good, just not like I remember. They say you can't go home again. I guess some of us never learn. <laughs> Mind if I join you? No, not at all. Thanks. Looks like you've had a few. <laughs> Three or four. I think I've reached my limit, though. I can imagine. You know why I'm here. Mr. Jorgensen saw me, didn't he? Here. Then it was you. Why would you do such a thing? It's... It's difficult to explain. I was trying to keep you from reading something. But what wouldn't you want me to read? In my own mail? Something that will change your... Life. I don't understand. Is this some sort of gag? No, it's no gag. Here, I held it back because... It's from the government. Greetings. You are hereby instructed to report for induction into the armed forces of the United States. Here's my draft notice. You wanted to volunteer at first, but... Martha talked you out of it. How could you have taken this, of all things? Do you know how much trouble you... Wait. How could you know that? We never discussed that with anyone. The same way that I know that in that letter from your sister, she'll tell you she's coming for a visit and she's bringing some tulip bulbs for Martha. Did you... They're still sealed. Nevertheless, I've read them over and over again. In the long envelope, an old college pal of yours is offering you a job as a plant manager in Philadelphia. He... He wants me to start right after Christmas. Yeah. How could you know all these things? I think you already know the answer to that. 
The minute I spoke with you in front of the house, I knew you suspected. I don't know what you're talking about. You do. You just can't bring yourself to say it. You used to say that there were more things that were possible than weren't. No, I can't be. You, you, you couldn't be. Look at my face. Look very closely. Alex? No, it's just not possible. Alex is safe at home. And I saw you both at the same time. Then how could I have known what was in those letters? How else could I have known that your draft notice would come today? I, I don't know. You, you might have steamed open the letters or used some sort of trick. But, but all those things don't mean that you're Alex. If I'm not Alex, then how do you explain this? Your watch? Look at the serial number on the back. Now look at your own watch. What do you see? They're the same. I've carried that watch for most of my life. Mom gave it to me no, after... It doesn't mean anything. You, you could have forged it somehow. Why? Why would I go to all this I, I, trouble? I don't know. It's just not possible. Dad... Don't uh... call me that. You're not my son. Ed. Ed, is that you? In the kitchen. I, I was worried. I'm sorry, dear. I, I, I was out thinking... Oh, you're frozen. Let me get some water boiling. I'll make you some tea. Uh, that's all right. Ed, what's wrong? You look awful. It's nothing. Nothing. Oh, uh, here's the mail. How did you find it? Did they catch that man? Hmm? Oh, oh, no, 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 they didn't catch him. He, uh, it was a, a mistake. A mistake? What, what happened? Where, where is it's, it? It's not important. We got it back. That's all there is to it. Well, we'd better let Mr. Jorgensen know. I'll call him. Martha? Yes, Ed? I'm sorry. It, it's all right. It's been a long day. Where's Alex? Upstairs. He said he wanted you to say goodnight to him. I'll go up now. London is under siege tonight. The bombs are coming closer to my broadcast location, which I cannot reveal for safety and security reasons. Hi, smart guy. Hi, Dad. You these you ready for bed? Almost. I was just listening to the radio. How about we turn that off and then get you into bed? You stay up too late, you'll have nightmares. Dad, I'm too old to have nightmares. Well, if we don't get you to bed, you'll have to deal with a very upset mother, and that's far worse than any nightmare. Yeah, I guess. There you go. Now, now hop into bed. Yeah, that's it. All tucked in now. Good night, Dad. Good night, son. Alex? Yeah, Dad? Those... Stories you read in those science fiction magazines. Do you believe any of them could come true? Well, sure. It's like you tell me all the time. There are more things that are possible than aren't, right? I guess I do say that. Good night, son. Good night, Dad. Alex? Yeah? I love you. I love you, too. I made some tea. Ed, you've been very quiet since you came back from your walk. Are you all right? I'm fine. Uh, Martha, you think it's possible that a, a person can travel through time? Travel through time? <laughs> it sounds like you've been reading Alex's science fiction magazine. No, I mean, do, do you think a man could ever really travel through time? Go back and change something, uh, an event or a... Mistake. But you know it's just not possible. Things happen, and once they happen, we can't go back and change it. We only get one chance. But what if you could go back, get more than one chance, spend more time with loved ones, or 
change a terrible event uh, so it didn't happen. Like Pearl Harbor. It's a wonderful idea for a story, but that's all that it is. If someone could travel back in time, don't you think someone else would have met them? I mean, I certainly haven't. Now, who could that be? Finish your tea. I'll see who it is. Yes? Oh. Uh, may I help you? Is, is Mr. Evans in? Uh, ju- just a minute, and I'll, I'll get him. Martha? What's wrong? Ed, it's that man you were talking to this afternoon. He, he wants to see you. Should I call the police? Uh, no, no, I'll, I'll see him. You, you stay here. Are you sure it's safe? It'll be fine, Martha. Just stay here. Hi. Hello. I just wondered if I could talk to you one last time. You're leaving? Yeah. All right. Uh, let me grab my coat. We, we'll talk outside. Where are you going? Don't worry, Mrs. Evans. He'll be back in just a minute. Oh, I wasn't... Oh, my God. No. I'll be right back, dear. Don't worry. You shouldn't have come back. I know. I guess it was a mistake for me to try to make you believe me. Maybe it was a mistake for me to make the trip. Why did you do it then? I... I thought I could change the past. Somehow change things so that... So that you and I could have more time together. You sound as if I'm going to to die in the war. Am I? I shouldn't say. Answer me. Yes, you're going to die. How? February 10th, 1943. A German U-boat will fire two torpedoes at the troop transport carrying you and the rest of your company. The first torpedo misses, but the second was... will be a... a direct hit. The ship sinks in just ten minutes with the loss of 323 men. 322 strangers, but only one that meant anything to me. Without even seeing combat. But, but that, that's only your story. You, you can't know the future. No, I just know the past. My past. I had hoped that if I kept you from receiving your draft notice that it would delay you just enough that, so that you wouldn't be on that transport. But my memories haven't changed. I still remember you going off to basic training... Getting letters from boot camp, including the last one saying that you might be shipping out soon. And then, then the man from the army knocking at our door with an envelope in his hand. Mom going to the door, somehow managing to open it. Until then, the war was someplace far away. But when the door opened, the war came home, and we were casualties, too. I still carry the telegram with me. Maybe, maybe things happen for a reason. If I'm going to... If something does happen to me, maybe it'll happen for a greater purpose. I don't know. I've spent my life studying science and temporal physics. The hows, the whats, the wheres, the whos and the whens. All things I could find answers for. But never the whys. We don't always know the answers to the whys. Most of the time we never find out. But maybe the answers you've been looking for have been right there all along. I don't understand. You say you spent your life studying time so you could go back and change your past. But but you've been trying to go back and change the very thing that defined your need to understand. If that changes, if you change it, won't your need change too? Maybe you can't undo the past, but you you can help others learn from the mistakes of history. And, And if something like that comes out of my... Well, then maybe 
it'll be worth it. It's an awfully high price. I know, but great things almost always come with a great price. But I don't want to lose you. We all lose someone we love. If I am to die, then so be it. At least I'll die doing something I believe in. But if I can change... That may be out of anyone's power to change. We just have oh, to... No. Uh, no, how could I have forgotten? What? What's wrong? Oh, the fire truck. It's stopping at Mrs. Adams. Dad, come on! Wait, what's wrong? Hurry up! Get that second line going on the west side! Horrible! Why did you crash her out, too? Wait! Chief! Chief! Uh, uh, wait, wait, you got to let these men do their job. No, Dad, you don't understand Mrs. Adams. They'll get Mrs. Adams out. No, no, they won't. She's still in there. They won't find her because they don't know where to look. Chief! Uh, look, look, the firemen are coming out of the house. <coughs> the whole place is going up, Chief. Did you find Mrs. Adams? <coughs> we searched every room. There's no one in there. Looks like the Christmas tree caught fire. She must have left the candles lit when she went out. Chief, she's still in there. What's that? Mrs. Adams, she's still in there. My men just checked. She's not inside. But she is. You heard the fire, Chief. No one's inside. Dad, you've got to believe me. Afterwards, they'll discover that Mrs. Adams was hiding in a linen closet built into the wall in the upstairs bedroom. She was overcome by smoke and couldn't call out for help. It was the biggest tragedy to hit this town because the fireman who went into that room committed suicide because he felt so guilty. Please believe me. Chief, did any of your men check for a small linen closet in the upstairs bedroom? Jonesy, did you see a linen closet? No, Chief, I didn't. It's built into the wall. You missed You might have missed it. Ed, do you know this guy? Yes, I do, Chief. He's, he's my... He's a Look, good man. Chief, it was pretty smoky in that room. I'd like to go back in and check. Now, that place is going to come down any minute now. If there's a chance she's still in there, well, I just I just don't think I could live with myself if I don't go back in. All right, but two minutes and you come back Yes, out. sir. Thompson, give me a curtain there by the front door. Baker, more spray on the west more side. on the door. Jonesy, watch out about the flame by the door. I'm going in. Two minutes, Jonesy. Will he find her? don't remember. What do you mean? It's like I have two sets of memories. One where she dies and, and something else. Something I can't remember clearly. Could that be good? I don't know. It could be that the past is in flux right now. Chief, the roof's giving way! You men back away! I don't want you caught when they let's go! You better be right about this, mister. If my man dies because of your wild goose chase. Oh my god. Oh my god. Looks like it's going. It's good. Back it's off. Good. Back off. Jonesy, get out of there. Jonesy. Oh, dear God. Oh, my God. Jonesy. Mister, I don't care if you're a friend of Ed's. You just sent a good man to his death for nothing. Oh, she was in there. Well, it's too late now. Chief, I think I see something. Yeah, there, by the door. Jonesy. I, I think yeah, he's carrying someone. <laughs> I found her, Chief. Just where that guy said she was. <laughs> She'll be okay if we can get her to the hospital. Get that stretcher over here. Oh, thank God you found her. And now, careful now. Lift her gently. That's it. Okay, boys. Get into Memorial Hospital fast. Let's go. Uh, Mr. I... Hey, where'd that guy go? He, uh... I think I know. Well, you tell your friend that he did a great job, and me and the rest of the boys would love to buy him a beer. I'll be sure to tell him that. Okay, we still got a fire going, guys. Baker, watch that hot spot by the front door. Thompson, get another light going on the west side.
I thought I'd find you sitting on the porch. Why didn't you stay? I didn't want to try to answer how I knew where Mrs. Adams was. You could have just said that you'd visited her before and thought that the linen closet was a logical place to hide. Yeah, maybe. You, you know, the fire chief offered to buy you a beer. What's that you're reading? I was just looking over this damn telegram again. Hoping it changed, but it hasn't. I can remember Mrs. Adams being saved, but everything about you is the same. Why could I change the past for Mrs. Adams, but not for my own father? Maybe some things are just out of our power to change. Have you considered that you were meant to come back to save Mrs. Adams? It's just not fair. We just have to affect the things we can and leave it all to the Almighty to handle the things we can't. But if, if I am going to die in the war or crossing the street to be hit by a bus, one thing I do know is that my love for my son will not change. It'll stay with him for the rest of his life. And nothing will ever take that away, not even death. Besides, you did accomplish what you set out for. No, I didn't. Nothing's changed. Yes, it has. You set out to change things so you could have more time with your father, and you have. You always... Wait. Does that mean that you believe me? I... I guess so. The telegram! I, I, I've got it! Ah! Oh, my leg! Dad? Dad, are you all right? Uh, my leg. I, I, I think it's broken. <laughs> when I fell on the ice, I guess I should have got that salt down after all. I guess so. It sure would have... Oh, no. Alex? Well, what's happening? Dad, it's time for me to go back. No. No, 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 no. Not yet. Not yet. Dad, I'm sorry. The time effect is limited oh. in duration. I'm sorry. I can't stop it. Dad, I love you. No, no. Alex! 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 Alex? Alex? Can you hear me? Hmm? Alex? Alex, wake up. Alex, do you know where you are? Uh, Oh. Oh, Dr. Fuller. Uh, Yes, I'm, I'm in your office. Very good, Alex. What else do you remember? I... I remember talking to my dad trying to keep him from uh, from reading his draft notice so that he wouldn't have to go back to war. I was I was back there in 1942, but grown up. Mm, that was your directed dream. Do you remember being placed under hypnosis? Yes. Yes, I remember now. You hypnotized me so I could try to resolve the differences between my recent dreams and my memories. And how do you feel now? A little better, but even in the dream I had conflicting memories of what happened. Did your father fall and break his leg, as you remember? Yes, but it was almost like it was another way, where he, where he didn't break his leg and went off to war and was killed on a troop transport. That by my going back, somehow it all changed. But you know that that is not possible. I suppose. It just seems so... Real? <laughs> Directed dreams often seem very vivid to the person experiencing them. Sometimes they're difficult to differentiate from real memories. But from now on, you'll dream of other things. Thanks, Doctor. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, Doc. I forgot to turn off my cell phone. Oh, it's all right, Alex. Our time is almost up. Uh, Excuse me. Hello? Oh, hi, Dad. We were just talking about you. (laughs) No, all good. Sure, Saturday will be fine. I'll be... Of course I'll be there. Don't I always see you on Saturday? I'll see you then. And I love you too. 
Thanks. Bye. Alex? What's wrong? Something odd my dad said before he hung up. What did he say? He said, I love you, and then he said, Welcome home. And that was Homefront, a production of the National Audio Theater Festivals, natf.org. If you want to learn more about that audio drama learning community, uh, you missed the gathering for this year, but they will be back in 2011, West Plains, Missouri, end of June each year. Um, so now we're at the part of the show where I tell you what's going to happen next week. Um, lots of great audio releases coming across my desk, uh, all sorts of people, and um, including some close friends. Uh, we've got Tom Lopez at ZBS. We're going to be putting on his uh, ne- new steampunky Lady Windenmere's Brass Fan Tabulus. It is a marvelous piece of work. It has been released in short episodes. We'll aggregate some of those for you to hear next week. Um, then we'll have uh, some new stuff from our friends at the Wireless Theater Company, as well as the Post Meridian Radio players have a really cool uh, new work uh, in mind. So a lot of great stuff on the way, as well as a very special thing from my own operation, Final Rune Productions. I am going to keep it a bit of a secret. Until next week, you're going to be hearing episodes of a new show each week throughout the month of July, so stay tuned to Radio Drama Revival Podcast for the first place where you can hear the new Final Rune Productions story, The Troll of Stony Brook. In the meantime, however, you can find somewhere around 150 hours of audio drama goodness up at radiodramarevival.com. New ways to connect with us as well. Now you can follow us on Twitter at Radiodrama. You can search Facebook for Radio Drama Revival or iTunes. If you aren't subscribed to the pod through iTunes, search for Radio Drama Revival. There are some uh, interesting things going up this week. There was a uh, Great Guardian article about Radio Drama and I uh, put something about a cool mug I got from ZBS. So check it out, blog and podcast. That, however, wraps it up for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalge. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Greater Portland, Maine's Community Radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Mm-hmm.